1: we get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success for vibrant conversations and interviews make sure you click the subscribe button on the app store because each week we will drop a new episode to bust through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning
0: welcome back to another episode of dissecting success it's me Blair Kaplan Venables and I'm here with Teresa Lambert We are here to talk. Hello. We're here to talk about something that we've talked about, but I think it's not a one time conversation. And um, it's something that's coming up in both of our worlds right now, and it's both manifesting in different ways. And that is the importance of showing up. And, um, you know, Teresa and I are going to dive into this for a bit. um, But February 18th, 2022, my father passed away. I was on Vancouver Island doing some heart-opening therapy, some non-traditional therapy, working with my guides, and I had a weird intuitive hit, so I turned my phone on, messaged my sister. She told me my dad's health declined. That night, I had a dream he died, woke up the next day, and booked a flight to Winnipeg, and I was out of my element, out of my home for almost a month. And so I was packed to like heal on the Island. So I did not have all my business stuff with me. I did not have all my life stuff with me. Um, and so my life got pretty much turned upside down, not with my dad dying, but with the, the way everything unfolded, um, spending 10 to 12 hours a day holding his hand, you know, while he took his last breaths for a few weeks. And then a week after he passed, you know, my life was different, but I'm an entrepreneur and entrepreneurs do not get bereavement pay. (laughs) And luckily because I've built systems and tools, I was still able to show up. Be I was still able to show up when I needed to and rearrange what I could. And the art of showing up the, the, drive of showing up. The topic of showing up is so important when life is good. Yes, we show up, but not always do we show up when life is hard and when it's bad. And some of the biggest compliments I get is when I am showing up for something and I, you know, show up and like be there and I'm present and people know what's going on in my life. They compliment me. They, they let me know, wow, like you're showing up. Like I, I'm going to be on a panel for um, international women's day on March 10th. I know International Women's Day is March 8th, but on March 10th, I'm on a panel and we had a meeting last week and it hasn't. it's two weeks today at time of recording that my dad passed away. And the com, compliments and the, the feedback I was getting was that they're so surprised I'm showing up and they thanked me for it. And it's because I choose a life of taking on things that I want to show up for. I want to show up and do these things. I like them. That's why they're in my life. So when life is shitty and hard, I can show up for the things I like. And I guess there is also the duality of that, like showing up when things are not going so well in your business. Right, Teresa?
1: Yeah, 100%. Like I, you know, obviously, like you've been through some pretty big things, like big loss, you know, not just in the past month, but like in the past 12 months. And I've been like by your side through that. And I've seen you somehow still show up when a lot of people I know wouldn't be functioning but you also found a way to be you know really letting people in which by the way it takes showing up to like a whole new level because most of us don't like to let you in on the big things like that that are happening in our life. A lot of people don't talk about it. And so, you know, for you, you have you found a way to still show up, to still be there for your community, to still run your business, to still, you know, navigate as best as you can while letting people in. And I just want to highlight that because I think that, you know, you may see somebody like Blair who's been, you know, she's been having a business for like 13 years, right? Like you've been an entrepreneur for a very long time you have, you know, established your place, you're getting big media v- wins, like, you know, you have a lot of opportunities. But the, the thing is, those opportunities are there too, because you're putting yourself out there and because you are sharing and because you are showing up. And I think we underestimate the power of that. And we just have this expectation that, you know, when, whenever we start something in business, that it's just going to work and people just going to come and people just going to click the link and people just gonna show up to your workshops. And the thing is they don't, like they don't like, ah, like it makes me like wanna shake everyone, but there's this level of discipline and commitment that you have to bring to yourself, to your business, to your vision, and that has to be big like you have to be committed to it because it's just not just going to happen. And like Blair just alluded, you know, when I can tell you the, the, I can't tell you how many times I've shown up, for example, to sell or to talk about my office and I'm so wildly excited about it. I'm like, this is fucking lit. Like I know this program is going to be amazing. And then nobody freaking buys it. And it's so frustrating, right? But here is the thing. Every time that happens, right? Like we get to make a choice. Like, am I wanting this enough? Like, do I really want this? Am I willing to show up for it when people aren't handing me their credit cards and being like, yeah, yes, please. You know, when your offers aren't selling like hotcakes, when, you know, you're not... In that stage of business yet where you have established so much trust that people are like oh yeah like i know what she's doing i know she can help me and yeah absolutely i'm gonna just you know every time she has something i'm gonna buy it you will get there but the way to get there is through the discipline and commitment to show up because the thing is this know like and trust isn't just built by adding value isn't just built by being authentic but it's by showing people that you are willing to show up consistently. So if you say that you're gonna do something, people wanna actually see that you actually follow through. Because if you say you're gonna do something and you never follow through on things, guess what's gonna happen? People are gonna be like, well, doesn't ever really seem to follow through with stuff, so I, I don't know, right? Like the vibe you put out, directly comes back to you. But when you show up with that discipline, you're like, I know this is going to happen. I know, and I'm going to show up no matter what, it changes the game.
0: You are so good at that. Um, you know, I've been basically alongside Teresa the entire time since she's left her job at the hotel. You know, our friendship has evolved while watching her build her business. And you know, recently she's had that, was it a 10K week? Like we had a 10 K 10K days, 10K you had a 10. Days. Yeah. You've had a 10 K day, 10 K week. We've had a multiple five figure launch together. And that's only in a couple of years um, that this has happened. But in the beginning, you're putting together these workshops. You're so enthusiastic. You're so fucking pumped and lit and showing up to promote it and showing up for it, whether there was one person or 10 people. And it was okay when, you know, if you didn't have any, you know, anyone, sign up, you just pivoted. You just took that information and you repackaged it. You didn't quit. You didn't cry. Like, yeah, there's always that like twinge of like, oh man, but like, we're human but you just kept going and you kept showing up and look where you are now. And it's only been a couple of years. You took a business from seven figures to eight business. uh, business. (laughs) I'm tongue-tied. You took a business from seven figures to eight figures. And like, you're going to, you've, you know, you are six figures and I can't wait till you hit seven figures and then eight figures and you know what it takes and you're brilliant at it. And what I think is really, it's so funny. You talking took me back to this time. So This has nothing to do with my social media world, but, um, I love yoga and a long time ago, maybe, I don't know, like 12 years ago, I got certified as a kid's yoga instructor and I was so excited about it. I did it because I just wanted to like, it just was a course that seemed interesting to me, um, at the time. And I started teaching yoga um, at the Jewish Community Center in Vancouver. I was doing kids yoga and I loved it. And then a yoga studio agreed to like, let me hold an event there. And I planned this huge event and it was like a princess, prince and princess party. And it was like this yoga class to Disney music. And the mat was like at one point a boat and a magic carpet. And it was just like really, really fun. And I promoted it, but I probably could promote it harder. And I was going on, personal stuff was going on. So I probably could have promoted it harder. And like, I've never done this before. So I didn't know what I was doing. And no one came. No one came. And I was, you know, I put all this effort in, but no one came. And, you know, me and my like yoga assistant named Softy Prana Porcupine, it was a porcupine puppet that helped me teach kids yoga, (laughs) um, were disappointed. And what I realized was like, I went about it all wrong. Like I I needed to promote this to parents as like birthday party ideas, like, you know, and the time has to be right for kids to come. And that the time that the the class was scheduled that was given to me, that was free at the yoga studio, wasn't a good time for kids. And I just looked at what I did and I reinvented it and I pivoted it. And if you're wondering nowadays, I do not teach kids yoga. That was a a brief, brief experience for me for over a few months. And I loved it. Um, But yeah, like it's, you can put all the time and planning in, but you can't control the outcome. You only can control what you do, how you react, how you behave, how you pick your chin up, you know? And I think as marketers, you know, which we all are, if we're entrepreneurs, we are also marketers. We have to promote ourselves. I think we need to shift on how we tell our stories and share like, you know, Oh, I've been promoting this and showing how I did this. And then only X amount of people showed up. It's okay to admit defeat. It's okay to show what happens behind the scenes. And it doesn't mean you're a failure. What it does, it makes you relatable. It makes you relatable because you know what? We are not just successes. We're not.
1: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And we learn so much from the times when it doesn't work. You know, like you learned something from your time as a yoga, kids yoga instructor. You know, you were excited about it. You did it. You promoted it. And then fuck, nobody shows up like, lady, I feel you. I feel you because I've been there. And anybody listening, you've probably been there. And, you know, this is exactly the point. Like you mentioned this, like it's about how we respond to what's coming back to us and now you and I and we committed to talking about this more on this pod we're both into human design recently I'm like a little bit further into it than you but I've been talking about it and, and you're like what the fuck are you talking about I want to know uh, more I bought more a more. book
0: I bought a book
1: <laughs> I love it I love it and so both Blair and I are free five many gens okay um Blair is what's called a sacral authority I'm an emotional authority but our not self theme we're getting a double whammy is frustration and anger wait
0: are we the same person
1: (laughs) well we have like different defined and undefined symptoms but we're the same like energy type and we have the same profile Um, Just that like with my emotional authority, I ride emotional waves, you guys, and my waves are fucking big and like they come in like hot and heavy and like my coach Jack once described it like with an emotional authority. It's like you're being like a spiral staircase and you're always like up and down, up and down, up and (laughs) down. And it's so true. And so for me, I really had to learn to not make decisions when I'm in a high of a high or in a low of a low. So when I put that back to like business and selling things or showing up, even free workshops, right? Like, like you know, people always think like selling, is like, but often I was promoting incredibly valuable free trainings and workshops where you could have a wealth of my knowledge and all you needed to do was show up coming back to the showing up piece, all you needed to do was show up and nobody showed up and it was frustrating as fuck. And I sometimes felt really mad. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why isn't this working? And I talk about that a lot. And and the question always, you know, pops up and somebody, I feel like somebody's asked me that once, like, But I think it was not asking, I think it just stated how brave they thought it was that I share the fact that I've sold things and they're not selling when I help people selling their offers and creating offers, right? But I think that's the exact reason why I'm good at teaching it because I've learned what's not working in order to learn what's working. But bringing this back to this one piece, in our human design, frustration and anger is not self satisfaction and peace is what moves you to alignment so to be able to pause right and this is emotional intelligence stuff now you guys like now we're going deep in order to pause and to reset and to accept right now in this moment I feel frustrated right now in this moment I feel angry what do I need to tend to my emotions do I need to move do I need to like scream into a pillow. I love that one. Um, you know, what do I need to do to release what's going on? And then ask myself how, like, in what way can I show up that would feel satisfying? And for me, I love to have fun, which is why I've sort of reframed that question. Like, you know, what ways can I show up today in my business that feel fun? And then I'll, I'll make that decision from there. But it moves me to the satisfaction and it moves me back to, you know, that peace um, part. And that that shifts it because now instead of showing up in an angry frustrated state i mean come on nobody's going to buy from you when you show up and you're pissed off that didn't you know that people are liking your posts or that nobody's buying and like it's just not working like your energy is just not in the right place but when you get yourself back when you take a freaking breath when you reset when you tend to your needs and then you show back up with that new energy of like yep, yeah, You know what? I'm just going to have fun with it. And again, I am committed. I'm disciplined. And I know I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep moving. I know what I want. And i figure business. And I'm not going to fucking stop until I get there. And I don't need the world's validation to give me approval to continue to move. I don't need the approval from the world to continue to move. I know I want it. I've declared I want it and I'm
0: moving towards it. It's you know what? Scary as it is. what you're saying is getting me thinking because I'm on this journey. Well, I'm always on a journey, but a healing, professional development, personal development. And when someone, you know, might question why you share something that they don't determine a win, which there's multiple wins. Like you built a, if you build a course or a workshop and you promote the shit out of it, That's a win in itself, let alone if people show up or not, because that's still content you can keep using. But I think what's happening is it triggers people. It's triggering someone like why, why are you not you, but like you out there listening, why are you so triggered if a coach or someone puts something out there doesn't go as planned? And then they share about their lessons. Like, why does that trigger you? Right? Like, I think, I think you really need to ask yourself this because Teresa's showing up as her authentic self, I'm showing up as my authentic self, and we are telling our story. And that's why you buy from us. You're telling our story. Teresa started a business from scratch however many years ago, not very many years ago. And she's making six figures. She took a business from seven figures to eight figures. Without failure, you're not succeeding. People don't talk about their failures or their, when they're not as successful as they want, because they want you to think you're that they're this perfect, but that's not true. It's bullshit. You have to fail forward. Like you, you know, you just said in a social media post, but you have to fail and failure maybe is something we need to redefine because failure is not something that should be dismissed. And maybe we should start celebrating failures because it's like in science, right? You, you try something out, it doesn't work. You try something new, you, you know, it works. It's like, or a recipe, you know, you add a little bit of spice here, oh, too spicy. You take that out and you add a little bit of this and oh, that's delicious. Business is like a recipe. So why don't we start celebrating and sharing our failures? So one, other people don't do what you just did. And two, so people can know how much fucking work goes into building a business because what you see, and I actually just made a post about this. What you see is really just the tip of the iceberg and a lot of work goes into the things you don't see. So let's show a bit more of that tip. Show me your tip.
1: I love it. I love it. That is so good. And like, it's also at the heart, like if you are wanting to know your human design and I'm not a human design coach, but I know some amazing people. So like, You know, if you ever are looking for somebody and you want to know who to reach out for, feel free to DM me. And I am happy to give you an array of beautiful, amazing people who can help you tap into your human design. But the line free is all about experience. So if you head to your like, I think it's like bodygraph.com, you can get a free um, human designing thingy. Um, maybe we can put it in a show notes plan and then we'll we'll have a link because I, I think it's kind of fun and like I've always loved knowing more about me. I don't know, I don't know but it's probably again this experience piece. But for us, embracing failure is the number one thing that will help us move forward. And, and that's one thing I shared on my stories and it was a download after I moved was about like fail, fail hard, fail with grace and then break it all and then pick up the pieces and create magic from the pieces. And that is literally how I'm building my business. And I will break shit purposely, regularly so I can build it back up. But a beautiful thing that that came with that as well was, um, I think she wrote it in her book, um everything is figure outable marie Fol- folio and she defined to fail so just the word fail as a forward acceleration in learning and that really stuck with me well that's an acronym yeah yeah it's the acronym so i love it Or like um i think there's a there's another one for it like um falls uh, that's for fear never mind i'm, I'm not going to bring it up right now but the thing is, right? Like we can actually like embracing this idea of failing forward. So the more you fail, the further and faster, you're actually going to be moving ahead as long as you're willing to learn, which is why I'm such a sucker for reflection. And like, I will like talk about it until the cows come home. <laughs>
0: yeah. But you know what, what you're saying is great too, because I was in yoga a yoga class and I just made a post about this. I post basically post all my thoughts on social media. Um, and the teacher was saying like, cause we were in a balancing pose. If you're wobbling, if you're not steady and you're struggling, that means you're getting stronger. And that's so applicable to business because when you're wobbling, when you're not succeeding, you know, when you're, when you're shaking, when it's hard, you're strengthening. When you're failing, you're actually succeeding. And I, yeah, I think this is just is such an important conversation about, you know, coming back to the beginning where we talked about showing up. Like, first of all, design a life and design a business that you want to show up for. Whether you have zero people showing up into your world or hundreds of thousands and anyone in between. But if you aren't showing up for your business, why would someone else, right? And I want a life that I'm going to show up for. I am like, you know, Teresa said a sacred, like I have to go with my gut. If I have an, I've learned, if I have an intuitive feeling, I follow that. Even if I don't know where it's going. Like I did an intuitive hit when I woke up from that, you know, my, my dream that my dad died at my healing weekend, my gut said, get on a plane and go to Winnipeg. And that gave me two more weeks with my dad. That has nothing to do with my business, except everything to do with my business. Because I am who I am because of my father. He was an entrepreneur. He has been the catalyst for the starting of the Global Resilience Project. And while there, there were days where I brought my laptop and worked beside him because I can. There were days where I canceled absolutely everything I did because I can. There were days where I had Teresa, you know, do an interview. Well, she did one. She did one interview without me because I couldn't be there with her for the podcast because I was choosing to show up for my dad. So where are you going to show up today?
1: I love that. I love that.
0: Well, do you have anything else you want to add
1: about showing up? I think it's just like, how do you want to define your showing up? You know, like take some time after you've listened to this, sit down and, and like take out a like pen right now and write down this question. What does showing up mean to me? What does showing up look like in my life to me? What will showing up
0: open up for me? What's the worst that can happen if I show up? I think
1: those are four juicy questions. Dive into them. Dive into them. And if you do... And something juicy comes up, head to your social media, head to your Instagram, post it on your stories. Let us know what's coming up, and post and tag us at um, Blair from Blairland and at Teresa Lambert Coaching, and tag us, and we'll reshare it. But Heck do yeah. this work. Do this work. For show you. up for
0: show up for yourself. Yeah, don't do it for us. Do it for you. But it, and you showed up for this podcast. Show up for yourself. You know. The world needs your gift. This was such a great conversation, Teresa. Oh my gosh. I love jamming with you. I miss this. There's a whole bunch of episodes where it wasn't us. We're back. back. We did it. We did it. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dissecting Success. I appreciate you for showing up. Teresa appreciates you for showing up. Until next time. peace. Peace.
1: That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast,
0: Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.